Hey there, this is episode 20 of the Balance 5 podcast, three big ways to save on baby stuff. Welcome to the Balance 5 podcast, where we talk about balancing intentional debt payoff, saving money, and actually living your life. I'm your host, Raylia, small business owner, wife, girl mom, nonprofit co-founder, and money nerd. This is an audio version of the Balanced Five blog, because I know how hard it is to find time to sit down and read literally anything. Instead, you can get quick bits of money knowledge on the go. I want to help you learn to control your money instead of letting your money control you. Let's get started. For tiny creatures, babies can be expensive, which is why I spent so much time looking for ways to save on baby stuff. My older daughter cost nearly a million dollars in medical expenses, thank you health insurance for covering most of that, in her first year alone. While we didn't have to pay all of that out of pocket, we definitely had to cut other expenses to afford her. We have always looked for ways to save money. Uh, You should check out the blog and podcast episode called Four Unexpected Ways to Save Money, Um, especially when it comes to necessary expenses. I have to diaper and clothe my kids, but I don't have to be wasteful when doing so. So number one, use cloth diapers to save money on baby stuff. Cloth diapering can save a lot of money, especially when the diapers are used for multiple babies. Buying used diapers for a single child will also save money on upfront costs, but the increase in electric and water usage will cut into that margin. So if you spread the cost out over multiple kids, it might be a little more worth it. Uh, i still, still pretty sure that uh, washing cloth diapers is cheaper than buying disposable diapers. So let's go over types of cloth diapers. Uh, There's a link in the show notes, but Nerdy Mamas has an extensive list of the type of cloth diapers and their features. So I'm just going to give you a brief overview here. If you're interested, definitely go check out that post. It is intense. I personally used a combination of AIO, so all-in-one, and pocket diapers with bamboo and charcoal liners. My oldest has a bladder condition, so she didn't urinate much on her own which made cloth diapering a breeze. I didn't cloth diaper as long with my second daughter because of her typical bladder, and uh, we had a lot of leaking. If I had had more time just in my daily life, I could have problem-solved that a little more, but I didn't put that much effort into it, and we just moved on to disposables. An all-in-one, or AIO, diaper is a diaper that has a water-resistant outer cover attached to two sections of the absorbent liner. You can add extra absorbency by using a liner, but this is the easiest type of diaper to use, and it's pretty customizable. A pocket diaper has uh, an outer water-resistant cover sewn to a fleece inner liner, and there's an opening between the two layers where you can slide in absorbent material. You do have to buy absorbent liners to use this type and separate the liners from the covers when you wash them and then reassemble everything when they're clean and dry. And this type is usually cheaper than AIOs as well as more customizable to your baby's needs because you can really customize the absorbency that you're putting in there. Uh, Finally, we have flat and pre-fold diapers. And these diapers are basically a big piece of woven cloth 
folded in a specific way and covered with a separate water-resistant cover. You can reuse the outer cover, which does reduce your laundry load a bit, and these diapers take more effort to learn how to use correctly. I honestly didn't even attempt them when I had babies. How to buy cloth diapers. It's really easy to go overboard with buying cloth diapers, especially when it's your first baby and you want to buy the newest, best options, or you find some super, super cute patterns. But there are ways to save money too. Forget those cute prints and focus on value instead. You can buy cloth diapers used from Facebook cloth diapering groups or from a local buy-sell group. Buying used is a great way to try out different styles and figure out what works for your baby. Of course, you can also buy brand new cloth diapers. Watch for sales around Earth Day in April and Black Friday in November. You can sign up for email updates from specific companies and probably get coupon codes or notices of upcoming sales too. How to care for cloth diapers. It's important to soak used, or new to you, diapers in bleach before you ever use them, even if you got them from somebody you know. I even bleached the diapers in between my two kids just to make sure that any lingering germs were gone. You also need to research what type of detergent is best for your diapers. I used Tide Powder and what settings to use on your specific washing machine. It typically does take two wash cycles to clean a load of diapers, so you do use more water and electricity than just washing clothes. And again, there is a link in the show notes, but Fluff Love University is a great resource for instructions on bleach soaks, stripping diapers, which detergent to use, and what settings to use on your specific washing machine. They have a huge list of all different types of washing machines. You just go through, find the one that is yours, and it'll tell you exactly which wash cycles to use. You'll need to do a load of cloth diapers every two to three days. Waiting any longer will probably lead to a smelly situation. Store the dirty diapers in a plastic-lined wet bag until you use, un, sorry, until you wash them. So you're going to put the dirty diaper in a, a bag so that there's no leakage. And then just make sure you turn that bag inside out and wash it too when you wash diapers. Uh, how to handle poop. When I mentioned cloth diapering to my husband for the very first time, he was immediately grossed out by the thought of baby poop in the washing machine. To clarify, there should only be traces of feces on the diapers when you do wash them. To handle poop in cloth diapers, you can purchase diaper liners to basically catch the solids, and then you throw out or flush the liner and its contents. And these are kind of like little strips of fabric mesh. Um, The ones I used were bamboo fabric. Uh, So they're disposable, they're really thin, and they just catch any solids. You could also use a diaper sprayer and rinse everything off the diaper into the toilet. And just depends on how much you want to spend and what works for you. I didn't get a diaper sprayer that kind of grossed me out, but you can definitely find some that work well. Or if you're not into cloth diapering, you can save on diapers by buying disposable diapers and wipes in bulk. So if you have a membership to a warehouse store like Costco, 
stock up on disposable diapers and baby wipes to save a lot of money on good quality products. Although you can probably get diapers and wipes for less when they're on an extreme sale at other stores like Target or on Amazon, the time savings of just grabbing a giant box from Costco is worth it, especially to me. I never had to compare the cost per diaper between two sales when I had an infant grumbling at me. One thing to know is you shouldn't stock up on a lot of diapers before your baby's born. You don't know if they're going to be sensitive to certain brands. Uh, my older daughter, for some reason, like loves, gave her a crazy rash and Huggies leaked. And so we just always use the Kirkland Signature diapers from Costco. And with my younger daughter, she went through a phase where the Kirkland Signatures gave her a rash and then uh, Pampers gave her a rash and then Huggies gave her a rash. And so I ended up using like expensive seventh generation diapers and other more organic options for a while. And somehow it cleared up and now she's back in the Kirkland signatures. So don't pre-buy tons of diapers if you don't know what is going to work best for your baby. Okay, number two, buy clothing carefully. Babies grow so fast that it almost seems silly to buy them clothes. Both of my girls wore newborn size clothes for just a couple of weeks, even though my oldest daughter was only 4'14 when she was born. She grew out of those newborn clothes pretty fast. Honestly, you could probably get away with just buying footed sleepers, and babies can totally pull off that look. You don't need a ton of clothes. But if you're obviously going to buy clothes, buy used baby clothes. The most important thing to remember when buying baby clothes is that used clothes are perfectly fine. They don't care. On Facebook Marketplace, you can usually find someone selling a lot of clothing, which is everything your child needs in that size, for a fraction of the retail price. So in my family, uh, my niece is 18 months older than my oldest daughter, and my sister bought all the clothes a little girl could need used and then handed them down to my daughter. I also used those clothes for my second daughter. And now, that poor second child has only had a handful of brand new clothes in her entire life, but she doesn't know the difference. The clothes are still all in good condition, even after at least four kids. Uh, we've had, you know, a couple rips, a couple stains along the way. You just throw those ones out. So, some suggested um, amounts of purchasing for babies, uh, clothing for babies under six months, six pairs of footed jammies, uh, 12 onesies, a mix of short and long sleeve depending on the weather and season, six pairs of pants, two cardigans or sweatshirts, one to two lighter jackets, a fleece snowsuit if weather demands it, six pairs of socks, two sleep sacks of each weight that is weather appropriate, and a hat and mittens in winter. Now, younger babies need more tops because they're more prone to reflux or spitting up. Having extra tops makes life easier, so you're not forced to do laundry every single night. Even with the recommendations above, you'll have to do laundry at least twice a week, probably. I found that waiting an entire week between washings led to smelly clothes. Uh, both my girls did have reflux, though, so that could be different for kids who don't spit up much. For pajamas, the style that zips up is the easiest to use. The snap-up pajamas are good for hospital stays though, 
when the baby will have cords to a heart or oxygen monitor. Snaps are also nice for diaper changes in the cold, so you don't have to expose the baby's chest like you would with sleeper jammies. Sleep sacks are the best invention ever. A sleep sack is basically a blanket bag that the baby wears. Since infants can't have blankets or anything else in the crib, a sleep sack allows you to regulate the baby's temperature during sleep safely. There are different weights of sleep sacks from light muslin to fleece so that you can mix and match the sleep sack weight with the pajama material to keep your baby comfortable depending on the temperature in your house. And babies really don't need shoes until they start walking, but booties are nice to help keep their socks on. There's a company local to me called Litter little pitter pat there's a link in the show notes and they make amazing booties that actually stay on they were all my girls wore for their first months okay clothing for babies for six to twelve months six pairs of footed jammies eight onesies a mix of long and short sleeves six pairs of pants two pairs of jeans which are a little more sturdy two cardigans or sweaters, one to two lighter jackets, a fleece snowsuit if weather demands it, a fleece jacket for the car, six pairs of socks, two sleep sacks of each weight that is weather appropriate, and hat and mittens in winter. So I like fleece jackets for the car seat. You can't use down coats or anything puffy because the car seat straps don't tighten enough and it's not safe, but fleece is warm enough and thin enough to be safe. Um, my six-year-old still wears a fleece jacket in her car seat to stay warm and safe. Holiday clothing. I really try to never buy single-use clothing like those cute tops for the baby's first Christmas. If I happen to have a season-appropriate outfit in the hand-me-downs, that was great. Uh, Single-use clothing just seems like a waste of money and textiles to me. If you love holidays, though, you can almost always find an outfit used or on clearance close to that day. I would rather choose frugal gifts with intention than spend money on cute outfits. Those outfits are either worn once or ruined by food stains or other stains pretty quickly. I also rarely buy the girls' fancy dresses, but they have plenty in the hand-me-downs. My husband likes to pick out Easter dresses as part of their gift, and I have purchased new dresses for weddings. I don't want to buy a dress for Christmas or a photo opportunity that they'll never wear again, though. When you want to pay off debt, but just don't know where to start, I've got your back. The Debt Payoff Planner is a free, downloadable guide that will walk you through three easy, actionable steps to create a customized debt payoff plan. You'll gather all of your debt information, Choose a payoff method that works for your life and create a plan that includes monthly payment amounts. Go to balancedfi.com slash debt payoff planner to download now. Okay, and we're diving into more ways to save on baby stuff. Purchasing intentionally is a great way to save, well, on everything that you buy, but also on baby stuff. That means that you don't need to buy everything for your baby, and you don't have to buy everything brand new. I'm going to run through some examples like a wipe warmer. 
While the white warmer sounds nice in theory, it's super unnecessary. I never bought one for either of my girls because I knew I'd be changing them on the go with cold baby wipes. I didn't want them to be accustomed to warm wipes and then loudly shocked when cold wipes touched them during a car diaper change. Dock-a-tot. So the most important thing to remember about a dock-a-tot is that it is not safe for sleep. Let me repeat that. It is not safe for an infant to sleep in a dock-a-tot. So if you purchase one, you either need to move your baby if they fall asleep or sit and watch them sleep. If you have that kind of time, go ahead and buy one. Honestly, you can just lay the baby on the floor in the center of your bed or in a playpen, assuming those places are safe and your baby's not super mobile with the bed option. Yes, the baby might roll, but creating a safe environment to start with is much easier and cheaper than using a special product like a Docatot. Uh, next is all of the equipment, all purchased new. There are approximately a thousand different types of baby containment devices. Swings, playpens, bouncers, random chairs, special cushions and pillows, bassinets, co-sleepers, and more. Not buying these things new was one of the best ways that I saved on baby stuff. Between my two girls, I can't think of a single item of equipment that we bought new other than the crib that they both used. So my first daughter slept in a rock and play. This is way back before the recall. My second was born a month after that recall. I had no idea what else a baby should sleep in since the rock and play was so great for my oldest daughter's sleep. So I purchased two different bassinets used from the Facebook marketplace in my area to test what would work out for my new baby. She absolutely hated one style of bassinet and slept great in the other. After she transitioned to her crib, I was able to sell both bassinets for the same price I paid for them. Of course, I washed the covers a couple of times before using them, but I saved so much money by buying these items used. You also don't need every single containment device. One swing, one or two places to sleep, and a safe place to lay on the floor are all you really need. I also love baby wearing, but you only really need one option for that too. You don't need three different swings, and some babies don't even need or like one swing. Eventually, you'll need a high chair of some type and maybe a stroller, but you don't need to buy those right away as soon as your baby's born. And depending on how picky your baby is, you may need to buy a couple of different options to see what works best. And that's why buying used is so nice. You can cheaply test out the different options, decide what works for your baby, and resell the other items. So, don't go crazy buying multiple brand new items for your baby. Buy used, see what works, and minimize the amount of equipment you have in your home. If you have friends with slightly older children, ask them if they want to get rid of all their baby equipment. Chances are... They will be so happy to have the free space back in their garage that they won't even ask you for money. What should you buy new, though? A few things should be purchased brand new for safety's sake. Cutting safety is not a way to save on baby stuff. If at all possible, always, always buy a brand new car seat. You don't know the true history of a used car seat, and it's just not worth the risk if you can afford one. You are supposed to replace 
any car seats in the car after an accident, even if they don't look damaged and there weren't kids in the car seats at the time of the accident. Uh, your insurance is supposed to pay for those, but for safety reasons, you are supposed to replace them. So why would you risk that? There are some pretty affordable options available for car seats, and Target makes them even cheaper when they have their trade-in sale. I think Walmart might do this now, too. Uh, you can trade in a used car seat, and Target will give you a 20% off coupon for a, cer a list of certain items. These sales are usually held in the spring and fall. I would also recommend buying a new crib. Some older cribs are a legit safety hazard, so it's best to just buy a new one. My second daughter got my older daughter's hand-me-down crib, but I knew it was still safe to use. There wasn't that big of a gap in between them. Obviously, I have no problem buying a used bassinet, but cribs are used for much longer after the baby becomes mobile, so there is more room for error. Okay, so that that's it. Sorry, my dog is dreaming if you hear any weird noises in the background. Uh, to recap, cloth diapers save money, especially when you have multiple children, but buying disposable diapers is okay too. Don't go overboard with clothing. Um, buy clothing used and don't buy unnecessary equipment and accessories for your baby. What should you do next? Uh, it's not totally baby related, but sign up for the no spend week challenge that I'm hosting soon. If you're listening to this as soon as the podcast episode is released, go to the show notes and click on the link to the challenge. If you participate in the Facebook group during the challenge, which runs from October 11th through the 17th, 2021, you can win some great prizes. If you miss that cutoff, you can always jump into the Frugal Year Challenge, which is also linked in the show notes. It's a course that focuses on one area of savings each month, so you can really focus on what you're doing. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy the Balance 5 podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left us a review on iTunes or told a friend. As always, you can head to balancedfi.com to connect with me and stay in touch. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at balancedfi. Until next time, stay intentional and look for balance.